Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. Hello, hello, listeners. Thank you for listening into the International Shells Show. This is International Shells. And today, I've got a super special guest. You know, this young lady and I have a pretty interesting history, now that I think about it. We actually went to school with each other when we were children. Fast forward, I learned that she uh, became part of my family by giving birth to one of my cousins. <laughs> small, small, small world. And after we learned that, uh, honest to God, she's been a constant throughout the road of life since I realized that she was my family through a relationship. And here we are, fast forward to the future. I've watched a lot of different things happen with her lots of things. She's accomplished a lot of accolades in life. She's contributed to the world with awesome children, let me tell you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Kina. Hello. Hello, hello, Shelly. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, absolutely. Anything for you. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Good stuff. Good stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, she is uh, the mommy to a brand new baby boy. So if this is very uh, uh, valuable time that she could be sleeping. So I thank <laughs> you so much <laughs> for taking the time because wow. And he's beautiful. She's the mom of three exceptional children. Let me tell you people you don't know kids like this and <laughs> i've been a cheerleader of these children for yes, some time yes. and I love them too much you are an amazing mother so just thank you for I what you appreciate it thank I you thank you thank you i don't feel like i'm gonna get hit over the head as a senior citizen because of who you've brought into the world so thank you so much, <laughs> <Thank you too. laughs> much. awesome 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 uh but you know i had a few thoughts going through my head in terms of what's going on in the world and things I've been seeing through like social media, of course. And uh, just on a human level, I've seen a few things go on. And for the most part, the most mentally damaging things I've seen were people who were being discriminated against. And the people looked like us. And I had a thought and I said, you know, I think the best person to have this conversation with would be you because you have so many different perspectives. Uh, one, being a black woman in America. Two, being the mother of black children in America. And of course, knowing what's going on in the public school system, in the work field, workforce. I mean, you have a black man out there in the world. You know, you've seen these different perspectives and you've seen them from different uh, areas of the country so you haven't been just stationary so you've seen different so things all over you've gotten different doses of how people accept us or don't accept us and how they deal with us and today's topic is going to be black hair and the effect that it has on this country so i just wanted to hurry up and give you the introduction that I think you need. I wish it was broader, but I know our time is limited, but I love you very much. Thank you for taking the time. And I'm gonna get into the next segment, but I just, I just needed the people to know who you were. Okay, so we're gonna be right back. Yes, Miss Keena, we are back. All right. So the first thing we're going to discuss is the effect that our hair has at our workplace. Okay. Now I was blown away when I saw a video of a young lady who worked for, I believe it's Ross Sporting Goods. I believe that's a store that they only have in the South. So I'm not exactly sure how they're, if there's even, what do you call the thing? HR, if that even exists. I don't know how their system is in the South. But this young lady was speaking to people on her phone as she was heading to the parking lot. And she ended up in tears when she discussed that she had an encounter with the general manager of her job 
who told her that her hair was inappropriate. Now that she has free form locks, but she had them like tied up into like Bantu knots because she said she's getting married soon and she wanted to see if she could try to curl it up or whatever it was. But I know people who have free form locks and they're pretty wild. Now I'm looking at her in this video and they were tamed because she had them coiled up into like Bantu knots, regardless to what. A comment was made from the person who she thought was the general manager. And uh, she was told something about having to change her hair before Monday came. Then Monday came and she had a conversation with her store manager. And it ended up with them saying to her, she has to cover up her hair. And after she takes down the knots, they want her to take a picture so they can send it to the general manager so they could see that she's back in what they consider to be dress code. Now that blew my mind. I've had some situations happen at work in terms of my hair, and I'm talking after I was relaxed. I'm talking about when I started with the whole, just be wild and free. Girl, you you know what I'm looking like now, <laughs> Kina. You see my situation, but also what made you a good uh, partner to have on this episode of my podcast is you're a person who's had locks for years now. Yeah, I've had my locks for about five years now. Okay. So you've had your locks when you were up north. Now you're in the south. Now, I wanted to hear from your perspective. Have you ever been discriminated against in this way? Like how this young lady in the video was? Have you ever, because she ended up being in tears and she ended the video by saying, now, excuse me, I'm about to go get a scarf to cover up my inappropriate hair. It's insane to me that it, she's, I've had to be the one to have this tough conversation with people, but it was wild to see it from that person's perspective. Because of course, they're not going to tell the person at their job how they really feel because it's their job. So have you ever had me a situation like that before? I've had multiple situations like that before. Um, and I've had it on both, <laughs> I guess, both aspects. I've had it up north and I've had it down south here. Um, I transitioned when I was already in my job. Um, and I used to get the little smart remarks or the little comments like, what are you doing? You know, are you going through a midlife crisis? Those type of little <laughs> things that <laughs> my managers were saying. It's not even like my patients because I would work in the health field. So it wasn't mm -hmm. even the patients that were having an issue with it. It was the managers that were having an issue with. And coming up for a promotion, I know that I'm overqualified for my promotion, but I could not get my promotion because it was always like, oh, it's not the right time. But mm. then the next person next to me who fits the, the, the mask, so to say, they get the promotion. And I'm standing there like, okay, well, I'm definitely more qualified for this person. I'm definitely definitely well-dressed, well-mannered, well-spoken. So mm -hmm. what exactly is the issue why I cannot get this promotion? Mm. So it was never blatantly came out and said, other than little remarks here or there, but, you know, for her, to see her in tears with that situation, mm -hmm. it just shows you that it exists. You know, mm -hmm. a hair situation exists. Um, it's, it's kind of funny that you're saying that because I'm actually looking to go back into the job market down here mm -hmm. and I've actually not gotten a job based on how my hair was looking. Um, my hair was basically in little twists. So they were mm -hmm. twisted, um, mm -hmm. wasn't free forming like I normally wear it. So it's twisted. And when I went into the interview, I literally saw this lady, which is a white lady interviewing me do a double take. Like she was shocked as to how I came in. I'm professional in a in a business suit, all black with white white t white shirt, mm -hmm. and just my hair is different than the norm. And it was I just, just I'm sorry I'm sorry to cut really quickly, but mm -hmm. people who are listening, she's saying free form, she's saying twist. Let me tell you, Kina is the owner of one of the freshest heads mm -hmm. of locks I've seen in the last twenty years. I'm going to be very real and tell you that she oh, keeps yes. her hair super neat, super neat. So when she's saying free form, I'm thinking this young lady, when she says free form, she means the ones that you don't manipulate at all. Kina's mm -hmm. the one that was keeping, listen, her loctician, I'm sure Kina was paying for somebody's <laughs> fee. You hear what I'm saying? 
Thank you, Miss Tina. Thank you for the tuition, my God. Okay, because her hair was always tight. So it's not like her hair was out of place and messy. Because I hear you saying this, but they don't know what you look like. So, but her hair is super neat. Think how who's someone that I can ah. Anyone who knows who the singer Lettucey is, well, she just recently cut her locks off. Think of her hair. That's how Kina keeps her hair. Think of how uh, Rutina Wesley, who's on the show, uh, what's this? Uh, Queen Sugar, even though hers are faux locks. But imagine if they were real. That's how Kina keeps her real locks. Think, what's my girl, the producer lady? I love her. Oh, Ava Duvernay. Exactly. Exactly. Ava, you see how wicked Ava DuVernay's hair is? Okay, Keena's in the running. I just want to be clear so you're not, you know, downplaying right. yourself because you take your time and your hair is immaculate to me. Well, it's, yeah, I, I actually being a neat person. She keeps her hair together. Anyway, go ahead. Because I actually, I actually started my my lock with a lock loctician. It wasn't that I just randomly one day like, okay, I'm just going to twist this stuff in the living room. <laughs> no, I, I actually, you know, started and had a lock and still do have a lock lactician for the last six years. I definitely, I've tried different colors. I've done different styles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mother, which is a West Indian lady, does not like my locks because she Surprisingly. likes <laughs> she likes my, my beautiful long hair. Exactly. Well, you know, I come from the life of relaxed hair. Right. She likes my relaxed hair and she likes it flowing and, you know, it's nice and primp. I don't want to be in that category. I don't use any kind of chemicals in my hair. So it's just like, I don't want to go back to that life. This is the life that I've chosen, mm. you know? And I think that's what most people don't understand. When you choose to be different, and that's what I call it different, but it's it's normal to me, but it's different to everyone else. It's It's <laughs> abnormal. Mm-hmm. When you choose to do that, you have to come with a mindset that not everybody's going to like you, but you still have to persevere. You have to have a thick skin because people look at you in, in a different way, you know, and they don't think you're intelligent sometimes. And you just, my hair does not define who I am. My so hair glad. is just an enhancement of the beauty that's inside me. You better talk you know? it, girl. You better talk it, girl. We <laughs> talk. And that's the thing, because specific, the reason why I also sorted you out to have this discussion is because of the place in the medical field where you were. You were nothing to sneeze at, you understand? Mm -hmm. So everyone knows in order for you to be in that particular situation where you were working and and the place where you were, you couldn't have been any kind of, you're not, hmm, you're not a pushover in that particular field. Clearly you got there because of merit and not because of who you know. Right, correct. Go on. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, so it was it was it was it was disheartening to to see my boss, who's Spanish, so she's a minority as well, a minority woman, mm-hmm. um, to see her not accept my my hairstyle. I, I mean, when I first started, it's it's a transition because I, I I literally did a buzz cut <laughs> and started from fresh. So it, life, girl. <laughs> it wasn't pleasant at first. It wasn't pleasant for me either at first to see myself going through the transition, but I knew what my end result was going to be. And to hear her come in and be like, oh, are, are you having a midlife crisis? What's going on with your hair? It's a change. And I've always said it to everyone. It's a change. It's my lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. You go on diet changes, I go on lifestyle changes. And mm-hmm. my hair was one of those. Mm-hmm. Um being down here I'm actually interviewing again for more medical positions and oh my goodness <laughs> I have I have a um a up and down type of situation with that I have some people that loves it it's the greatest thing in the world I have people ask me every time where'd you get your hair done what you know how do you do this how do you maintain this and then I have the other end who thinks I'm dirty and that I never wash my hair and then uh, <laughs> that we're gonna get into that. Oh my God, the people. And if you watch the condition of the people who got the <laughs> to say something like that, yo. Oh, oh my God. goodness. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I had one one interviewer literally asked me if she can smell my hair. I was just like, excuse me? She was like, Well, I hear that you guys don't wash it. At the end of the interview, everything went well. And she was like, I just, I just want to ask you a personal question. I'm sorry. Of course, you know, she's white. No, you're not. 
You're not sorry. She wasn't. She was like, can I touch it and can I smell it? I was like, I was like, no, you can't touch it and you definitely can't smell it. And I said, as a matter of fact, you can smell it because I'm going to give you a stereotype and end today. Smell my hair. She's like, oh, it smells good. I'm like, yes, you can wash it. It is hair. You wash it and you maintain it as any other hair. People, are you hearing this? So to the people who don't think that people with locks go through this kind of shit, and I'm coming from this perspective of the natural hair just being wild and free. Kina, you know me. I've been in your home. You know me. You know me. So for people to have that kind of comment in terms of cleanliness, I am appalled. I am appalled. And that's when the responses start to get spicy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Do your girl. Oh my geez. Go on. I'm surprised you let her do it, but go ahead, girl. I did because I I'm the type of person I think education is the key. Yes. I am not I am I am not gonna just sit here and, and have you insult one, my dreadlocks, two, me as a personal person and hygiene. And I wanna show you that listen. Mm. Just because I'm different doesn't make me any different than you are. You wash your hair. I wash my hair. And we just I don't wash it at the same time. I know you as a person. And I can't believe someone asked Kina, the person who will never have bath rugs and anything else washing in the same machine. I can't believe it. What else? You see what I'm saying? I'm exposing family yes. shit. Oh, yes, that's a fairy fleet. We are weird with stuff. I'm the kind of person where, my goodness, if I know I've bathed for the night and I have to go outside for something and come back in, I am not getting in bed until I bathe again. Exactly. I've been accused of bathing too much. Let me tell you something. When I was in college, I had a situation where we went on a trip to another school. We went, it was like a, a mentor kind of situation, but we went to another school location, just like how the schools in Atlanta, like Clark Atlanta and Spelman, all of them, they share the right. same computer lab. Mm-hmm. So a situation where we went to, it was like a, a debate situation, debate team kind of situation. Girl, we got there on a Thursday night into Friday. I saw people who I know we showed up with, you know, the girls are sharing, the guys are sharing, whatever. Listen, Jed, we left on, cause the thing, the event was on a Saturday. We left on Sunday. When I tell you I had free rain in that bathroom because people wasn't frequenting the bathroom, yo. <laughs> Most people only shower once a day. If they bathing in the day is the point I'm trying to make. Listen, I saw one white girl, she took, listen, woke up in the morning after hanging out the night before, slept in her clothes and all. Get up, went to the bathroom. If they scrubbed the teeth, I don't know. <laughs> went in there, clapped, they clapped their hands in the water, and slick their hair back. <laughs> that was it. And they went out. Yes, yes. After you're just so dry, no shower. Yo, what? And you yes. got the nerve, audacity, gall, and the gumption to question yes. whether someone else is clean. And that's <laughs> yes. just, and you know what? Those kinds of things are not, you're not born with that. Those kinds of stereotypes, those are instilled in someone. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely had to. I definitely had to, you know, uh, curve people all the time where it's like, oh, what do those feel like? What do you mean, what does they feel like? Are they feel like a mob? I've heard people used to call me mop heads. I'm like, there's nothing about me that's a mop head. I'm sorry. Okay, I know what a mop looks like and I know what my head looks like. And it's two different things. Mm -mm -mm. Here what? I had a situation, I think I mentioned it on this podcast before. With it, actually, it was my birthday episode. My boy Cisco, he man, he he reminded me of that. Listen, I had a conversation with another birthday buddy of mine, stand up Steph. What's going on, my twin Al? We were talking, and I made mention to her of something that happened to me at a previous job where one of the associates, who she listen, she and I had been working with each other for some time, but she waited until she had an audience, and she's an older woman. She could have been, she could be my mother's mother. She's an old white woman. And the point I'm trying to make is if you really had a concern and you weren't trying to be funny 
or trying to be negative or trying to embarrass someone, you would ask me on a personal level what's going on. She waited till she had an audience while I was turning a key at the register. And when I say turning a key, someone was returning something and the cashier had to give them back money, but they can't just open up their drawer and do it for a certain amount of money. So I had to go with my manager's keys and turn the key so she can give the person back their money. So while I'm doing this, that same individual I'm telling you about came over to that counter with a person who visited the store who she knew. So it's a friend of hers. So she has an audience now. And again, I've wor- I opened the store with the woman that day. We've been working with each other for more than a year. You see me almost every day and you choose that moment in front of people on the line and all this other stuff that say, you know that because her her friend or whoever the woman was, was looking at my hair in amazement. I'm in Long Island at this point where there weren't a lot of people there that looked like me. Furthermore, not women that look, listen, the hair is out of control. People who know me, they know this wig ain't, ain't nothing to play with, okay? But I'm out there, everything is always crisp and together with me from the neck down. And then I'm as free as I wanna be from the hairline up, my God. You hear me? <laughs> so the, the woman is looking at me and not only am I a black woman in the store, I'm the manager. So this woman is like, oh my gosh, her hair, da 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 da. I hear it all the time, the whispers. I, I, It's nothing, I'm not, just like when I had the longer nails, I hear the whispers. I'm okay with it. I'm secure with myself. But it was when the lady said, and I'm using this term very, like, very, very loosely. She goes, you know, that hair, do you even wash that hair? Can you wash that? The way she kept saying that hair. And I'm like, I looked at her, but it was the young lady who I was helping, who was, she's Persian, who was disgusted. And she called the woman saying like, what is wrong with you? Why are you talking to her like that? Cause at a moment, let me tell you something. I was on the verge of losing my job, my freedom and my religion all in the same 60 seconds, okay? But I had to look at it, I had more to lose in that situation. Exactly, and And I think that's the problem. And they know that, and they know that. It wasn't a situation where she was telling me I smell, that's not what it was. It's in the sense of, she meant in the sense of that black hair, that coarse hair. But my thing is, if that was really a question that you had all this time, why didn't you ask me that before? Why are you doing it now on some embarrassment shit? And I took it a step further and went to HR. HR was on some, you know, when you reach a certain age, you just say whatever's on your mind. I said, yeah, but I can't come out of Exactamente. I can't step out of character and tell her she looked like the Crypt Keeper and you have some damn nerve talking crazy to me like that. And you got more days underground well you got less days ahead of you than behind you now you understand what it is for her she needed she needed encouragement to do what she did to you you know it's a it's she needed that 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 back to you know that friend the customer by the way she said it that's what threw me over the edge when she said her turn and looked at her i don't know if she looked at her like how dare you say that or why did you say that out loud right and it's probably both actually it's probably both because they have, they definitely have discussed some some aspect of your hair in order for her to feel like she can do that at that time. Or she was trying to show her friend, even though she's the manager, I'm still the boss in this situation because I'm going to get right. away with this. And that's another thing I was telling you, I was going to say too, it's a power struggle. You know, um, African-American, be it male or female, there's always a power struggle when it comes to, you know, us having, um, having a... Um, a higher degree or a higher stature in a, in a, in a job. You're a person yeah. of authority and black. No, let me adjust this. This is exactly. an associate, and you're exactly. 70. And I'm not over exaggerating. She was 70 plus seven zero plus. That was her age, and she claimed that that was a job she was taking because she has this and she has that and she has to take care of this one, that one. So she that would always be her excuse behind. Why you have, you have to also understand the era that she grew up in because that she was, too hmm, because exactly. of the age. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely so, right. Yeah. So when you see people like that, you laugh and you keep on moving because guess what? The day keeps on rolling. This is exactly right. And from that moment going further, girl, I, I came up with the most ignorant hairstyles that I could come <laughs> up with from that day forward. I used to try to, you know, I used to I'm, wear my I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shells. What's an ignorant hairstyle, please? <laughs> <laughs> 
ignorant hairstyle is when you twist your hair at night and you let it go free so you look kind of like uh either crusty the clown or my boy sideshow bob i'm talking the wilder the better i I just came straight from yard you know what i'm saying the big come from country that's from the yard i do my hair in the dark The most offensive big hair was what I did. Well, I would get like some nice printed cloth and wrap it up in a turban and make sure it would come out nice and big. It's in your face. But you that's, that's my issue. That's my issue. Because when I do styles, mm-hmm. I, I have people take more offensive to that than if I just let my hair loose. Which is wild because her styles be dope too. You know? And I would think that it's more tame when you do the styles. They, much but more. They don't, they don't like the styles. The styles is just too much in their face. <laughs> it's, I, I always looked at it like you're just tight because you can't do it. And then I had some other people who were against, because of course that kind of news spread like wildfire after she said it. Because not only did you say that, and it was, that's discrimination, what you just inflicted on me. It was, it was, and it was bullying to a degree. All the different things you guys would pull out if it were me is what I'm pulling out against you. I said, listen, if I told her she can't uh, pick up boxes, she can't do this, she can't do that because she's too old to do it. That's age discrimination and I could lose my job. Absolutely. You understand? But she could do the reverse. Oh, well, you know, I said, you know, this is, I wait a minute. And there was a time when I also went to HR when, what was his name? Oh, gosh. All, was it Alton Stur- Alt Rest in peace, Alton Stur- Alton Sterling? The one who got shot on camera in front of a store. The cops shot him point blank on the camera and they had that all over the news. Oh, and she sat there in the break room and I just happened to be there. It was myself, one other black person and three other white people, three white people other than her, herself. Cause they were all in break and I was putting up some stuff on the bulletin board for like, ha, no harassment and the hotline number and things like that. I'm, it was just so wild. That was the kind of thing that I was adjusting on the bulletin board. And she says this when they put that on the news. Oh gosh, they killed him just like that, huh? I wonder what he did. Ouch. The record scratched. <laughs> and me and the only other black person looked at each other. I went back to doing what I was doing. He went back to his little sandwich on the table. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just ridiculous. I think that, and I have a confrontational, uh, I, I have a confrontational spirit. I just know that. So <laughs> I know I would have been the, the type Trust of person like, know. well, what exactly did he do? Can you clarify? What kind I of person said, do to do that? <laughs> well, what do you mean? What did he do? She goes, and he had to have done something if that's the way they killed him. That's when the silence came. Because you just don't get it. You don't get it. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, the store next door is a Dick's Sporting Goods. And they were having a raffle where you could win a rifle online and come and pick it up. And I knew I had to get out of there when I saw a man holding his baby in one arm and holding his rifle in the other. They were flying Confederate flags from the back of the trucks there. They had... This clown, okay. Cheeto signs all in the yards. I, I'm going to give you a joke, though, because I am down south. And the Confederate mm-hmm. flags that I have down here, those are the people that accept me a little bit better than the traditional white people. I'll give you a step further. How about I went to go visit family in West Palm Beach? And it seemed like I went to like one of those uh, those dive bars or they kind of do line dancing with the cowboy boots and stuff like that. Their behavior is a hundred times better than a lot of people out here. People have it confused. Exactly. Them, them Southerners out there are not what you think they are, especially in the areas where you think they're super racist. They're more exactly. on island than they do in a lot of places than they are exactly. right in, in Mississippi, I think, Florida. I think what it is that uh, what I, I generally get is you're so pleasant. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand uh-huh. that at first when I first got here. So yeah. I was like, what do you mean I'm so pleasant? Mm-hmm. Like, aren't you not supposed to be pleasant? That's not what I saw on that loving hip hop program. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm so confused sometimes. I'm like, what do they mean by you're so pleasant? Like, are you not supposed to be pleasant? Are we supposed to just be black and angry all the time? All just the walking time. around so mad? Yeah, I'm like, right. what, what? no. <laughs> people and kicking down mailboxes, you know. No. 
we it's raise children, we behave and carry ourselves by standards, probably even better than you guys do. What do you mean? You wear shoes outside? What do you mean? You know what's crazy? Is people are still getting their information on how they treat humans on television, not knowing that television Absolutely. is entertainment. Even those publications, it's entertainment. They're not going to put anything on that's not entertaining. They want you to grab, they want the story to move you. So they're only going to put the parts of the story up there that are the most interesting. That are. I think that's why I don't watch the news sometimes. I really don't. Because if I have to see one more African American person doing one more crime or one more bad thing, I was going to lose it. It was like, I was just like, <laughs> come on, you picked out the few and just kept running it. Not the ones who go into church, kill nine people, get offered Burger King after. They use assault rifles and a bunch of other stuff. Like he's about to go and be in the new episode of G.I. Joe. Shooting people from a building and they don't have one piece of footage of him shooting into a crowd. Not one piece. Exactly. We We know what side of the law supports this kind of shit. But that's a whole nother show in itself. We're going to come back. I'll be back in a second. Hold on. Yeah, Kina. So moving on from what the, you know, the adults, we as adults, black, because we spoke about us from a woman's perspective, because the men go through it too. With their, they can't have twists, they can't have locks. It's not professional in the workplace. We didn't even touch on that. So guys, I don't want you guys to feel like we're leaving you out. But I'm a firm believer in if you're a specific kind of professional, I'd rather you twist your hair up because that's the equivalent of having a haircut. Keep it nice and neat if you're going to do it. No matter what you're doing, keep it neat. That way, I mean, but it doesn't even matter because they're still going to find fault. But the kids today, they also have a lot that they're going through in school and i mean we all remember what it was like to be in school whether it's middle school high school whatever college whatever your hair is a part of your self-expression it's you saying to the world who you are whether it's your haircut that you choose your hairstyle that you choose whether you if you're a boy you wear your hair long or you know if you're a girl and you want to cut your hair it is what it is that's your self-expression so we've got a situation where these kids hold against them uh, if they express themselves in a certain way. Now, I saw another video, and this will, this will be probably the last video reference I bring up, but I showed it to you too, with the young man who was wrestling. I was, I was appalled by that video. I really was. And in the middle of the wrestling match, there was a woman who stood behind this young man and cut off his locks right there while he was wearing his uniform. He was, he's in the middle of a match. He's in the middle of the floor on the, there there was scissors cutting his locks right there in the middle of, in front of everyone. And I'm reading the headline and it was saying that uh, the coach was known to be a racist person. So they held, this, uh, they said if he didn't cut his, his hair right there on the spot, that he would be, uh, help me out. Disqualified. He had to face either disqualification or cut your hair. The, the, that was the ultimatum he was given in front of everyone. And in that's that. Sad. That, is, that is so sad because I have a child that is 18 who is a male. And hey. he's definitely... Hey, Jess, what's up, baby? <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> gone through his self-expression. And some of them I didn't like, but... He has to go through this in order to know who he is as a person. And I let him. Um, You know, just the other day, he had a full afro, like the 70s high top afro. That's the the in thing now, you know. And it was fine. I didn't like it. I'm like, come on, this this, this is played out. We did this already. Be original, guys. You know, this is is your time. Be original. Like, come up with your own styles. But I let him go through it. And I, and he went out for a job and I, and I, and I very, very, very seriously sat him down and I said, listen, you already know that you one, you're a black male Two, you have this hairstyle. If you're going on for jobs, are you willing to take the consequences of what goes on with this hairstyle? You can't change your skin. You can only rise above the bull. 
but you can't do something about your hairstyle. So it's either you're going to cut it, you're going to keep it, but for keeping it, these are the consequences. I let him knew ahead of time before he went out there and people were saying things to him or doing things or whatever it is. So I asked him, are you strong enough to deal with it? If you're not strong enough to deal with it, then you need to cut it. But if you're strong enough to deal with it, then continue on with your journey. But that's the thing I don't understand. If this is something that is naturally him, I understand where you're coming from, from a mother, because you've been through it. And or just as a human, as a black person in this country, we know what it is. We know because we've experienced it. The unfortunate thing is a lot of these children are being sheltered and they don't know what's going on with the world because people are not talking to them the way you're talking to your son. That's mm -hmm. the thing. But why is there such a stigma behind it? We are not doing anything but being ourselves. But that's what it is. It's a form of control. Right? If we cannot control your entirety from your head to your toe, we have a problem. We've lost we've lost slavery. Let's just be real about it. In some Who aspect. In some aspect. Okay, we've lost the we've lost the manipulation of slavery. We we have slavery in another form, and that's another yes. another issue. But we cannot control you. So those that we cannot control, we are gonna beat down. We're gonna beat down with rules and stereotypes and all that stuff. And that's what they do. What's what they did to this poor little kid? I, I don't even know where his mother was, but I would have been after and after outraged. he was brought, he looked distraught. He and he won he the was. match. Probably rage. He, he won he, the match, but that's traumatizing. I'm sorry, but that shouldn't have happened. No one should have been able to cut that child's hair at all. That's, that's not you're not my parent you have no correlation to me other than you're my coach my coach there's no reason for you to have a scissors next to my head i would have been she raising she was mad aggressive i was looking at this like this is crazy and then i wanted to think back on when the school year started this year there were a lot of young men little boys that were sent home because they had locks because they had braids or whatever. And they didn't care whether it was neat or not. They didn't care. It was the fact that they had them in general. But my thing is, who's to say how you keep your child's hair? I, if they're presentable, meaning they are clean, they are dressed in your uniform you want them to wear, their hair is neat, what does that have to do with their learning? The same thing with the job thing. If I am more than, not just qualified, overqualified for this particular position, what the hell does my hair have to do with it? Other than the fact that you want to keep everything in a cookie cutter situation, or you want to use it as some kind of control to see if whether or not I'm going to do what you say and alter something on my body. And that's what it is. And that that is exactly what it is, Shelly. And this is why I tell anyone, if you're going to stand up for something, being that I have dreads, I had to stand up a lot for what I believe in. There's plenty of times people ask me, oh, if you cut it, you will look so, or if you cut it, you will get by. And no, I'm not cutting it. I chose this for me, not for you, not for anyone else. I chose it for me. So unless I'm going to sit here and have you dictate every aspect of my life, this is what I chose. So respect so it, wild. don't respect it. This is what it is for me. That's wild. I just went on to my, this is my seventh year. Natural hair. Girl, I did my own buzz cut. Well, congratulations. I guess I just feel good for not being a slave to any relaxer anymore. And at the same time, anyone who knows me back in my relaxed days, I ain't gonna front. Nobody was messing with my doobie, baby. Nobody <laughs> was messing, y'all, nobody was messing with my hair. And they know that. Like they're thinking back on it now. I kept my shit together. But Absolutely. on a personal level, in terms of the maintenance, I got sick of the fact that, and I wasn't relaxing my hair often. I only did it twice a year because in my roots, the way that the my whole big Afro looks now, my roots would get like that over the summer months. So in order for it to look slick and match the rest, I would have to relax my hair. Never had a weave a day in my life. I don't know what lace front is, none of that. I, mm. I don't know. I didn't know on a personal level how much maintenance it took to maintain the hair. And if you don't relax it, your hair starts to fall out. Yeah. So it's a lot that comes with the relaxed life. And at the end of the day, it's it's dangerous chemicals that you're putting on your your skin. Well, and don't even know some of those chemicals. Exactly. And who knows what the long terms of long term effects of this situation could be after you keep you're letting a chemical seep into your scalp. I got sick of it. Let me tell you something. 
getting a relaxer was not my decision. My mother relaxed my hair when I was a little girl. Okay. Now, every, anyone who knows me can tell if my hair is like this now as a grown ass lady, you can imagine what it was when I was a little bit of, when I was a little sprout. The problem is when it comes to taking care of a child's hair, it's not, it's a job. I don't have to tell you that. Look uh, at your daughter. I have a 10 year old and I tell her all the time. I'm like, you are not allowed to put relaxers in your hair. When you get older and you want to, fine. It's your choice. But as long as I'm here and I'm doing your hair, this is what it is. Because she has beautiful hair. You're willing to do the work is what I'm I have to comb her hair literally at least every other day because she has coarse hair, but it's curly and she wants it straight. And I'm like, if you want it straight, these are the process you have to go through. She's like, I don't want to do all that. I'm like, well, this Mm. is what it is. But regardless to what, it's the time that it takes to do it. That's why when I see some of these little, uh, tutorials with the fathers who are trying to chime in and do their babies here too. I commend those men first off, because I don't want, first off, I don't give credit for a man being present in this child's life. That's what you're supposed to do. You ain't getting no credit. That's like your kid saying, hey, I graduated high school. That's what you're supposed to do. I ain't giving you no credit for that. For what? That's your job. I'll give you one better. So I decided that while I'm down here, because there's a lot of biracial children and Mm -hmm. where it is a white mom, black father, the children comes out with hair like my daughter which you know it's coarse and it's it's really curly these kids are walking around like they have never seen a comb they've never seen a brush they do not know what some hair products are and it's so sad to me because i'm standing here like these children can look better if you you, you can ask an african-american person how to do their hair you don't have to let them go around looking like this they do that or they cut their hair or they do some silly shit and it's like i remember having a client and her response to me was I wasn't equipped to take care of black hair with my child. Yeah. She has yeah. two daughters and a son. She's like, I'm so happy I'm able to cut his hair, but with them, I don't know what to do. I said, but you need to figure it out because they're going through. And I remember, cause she saw my hair. This was in, this was when I was, I was only in Africa for about three years at this time. So at this point I'm rocking the Mohawks. I'm doing all now it's like a lot longer. So it's like, I, well, as my beautician was saying to me, long hair is boring hair, but now it's just one big, you know, situation. But back then I could manipulate it better because it was right. coming. It was stiff. It was great. I felt like a rock star because I was able, I didn't care too. it takes a certain kind of self-confidence to walk around the way I was walking around. And I mean, I used to get I guess it was the confidence on top of it that made it look even better. So here I am doing what I got to do, whatever, whatever. And the woman came to me and she spoke to me and was like, listen. You know, my daughter, she said she likes her hair and she wants to know how to do that. And you can see she stood aside, biracial little girl, little skinny woman is talking to me, look like olive oil from Popeye. And the little girl looked like a baby Halle Berry. And she's standing there and she's got her little fingers clasped in front of her face. And she's looking at me like, oh God, I hope this lady tells my mom what to do type shit. And I'm like, and I walk over to her. I'm like, hi, how you doing? She told me what her name was, whatever. And I'm like, I did. She was like, I told my mommy that I like your hair. I said, oh, I love your hair too. When I take a look at her little baby's hair, you can see knots. You can see yeah. it was straight. Certain. It was, it, it didn't look like it was maintained. Like they just wash it and leave it. It wasn't, Honey, baby. And they up black people for child abuse. This woman should have been in Rikers somewhere. Because Come down here to Target and you will see it up and down each aisle. It is the most fascinating thing I've ever seen in my life. Like down Target. <laughs> I'm being so silly. I'm laughing at kids. The bigger problem here is people are having these children and they're not thinking about the after situation. They're not thinking about the after situation in terms of maintenance or whatever. And she had two daughters and a son. All right, I understand. And the, the oldest was a girl too. You're gonna tell me up to now, you didn't figure this out. And she was telling me, and it was like, she was making a bunch of excuses. Well, I don't think that's what it is. It's not about figuring it out. It's about, I am not willing to put in the time that it takes to maintain this type of hair. That's Back what it to is. what I was saying with my mother. Now this is a black woman who is a beautician, allegedly, but, but no, not even allegedly. Because it was the beautician in her that made her go and get that damn kitty perm and put it in my hair and experiment. Everybody know the first child gets everything. Everything (laughs) test out on your ass. So I was the guinea pig. Ashley, my sister, she's never had a relaxer as far as I know. But when 
it's I was the only one that got a relaxer, but it was because of maintenance. It was yep. a lot to deal with as a kid. And now yep. as an adult dealing with my hair now, I'm not gonna front to you. It's like dealing with three heads for three children. <laughs> it's not for us. I wanna cry sometimes, it's too much. I can't deal with it. But you know ask what? My, At ask my 10 year old. She's 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 having a fit because everyone is outside and they can just get up and go. And and I'm like, no, you have to wear your little scarf when you go to your little sleepover. You can't come home with your hair looking like a hot mess. First off, you lucky you going to sleepovers. That's a whole nother show in itself right there. Cause I ain't coming them days. Yeah, she your parents are advanced. Anyway, uh moving right along. Uh yeah, but with this situation, with these biracial situations with these kids, with the kids who are in school, and then that's another situation too. You got the biracial kids going to school and the teachers are looking at them crazy, like, what's up? What's going on in your house? Cause you looking, you know what I mean? What's exactly. I'm not saying that's the case all the time. But come on, come on. Like I know people who are single parents, single father. It's a single father. If he doesn't have the time that it takes to learn how to do her hair, he's gonna go and take her to the salon or something. I pray. What we're saying here is we got kids that, okay, let's just say the little girl goes to the salon. There's a chance that she may go to school and the teacher doesn't approve of her, her braids or her boats. Oh or her clips, or her bubbles. Do, do you think that they will react the same way being that this is a biracial child compared to a all, you know, a African-American child? Because I don't see biracial children going through the same struggle that are all black, quote unquote, black or African-American child is going through. I don't see it. Hmm. Well, I, I would know from that perspective because I'm not a biracial child. But at the end of the day, you can see the difference in I understand where you're coming from. When it's the biracial kid and they're going through whatever situation, they don't make a big deal about them looking like that, that they do. Exactly. The girl has the cornrows, who has the braids, who has the this, who has the that. Or the boy who exactly. has his his straight back cornrows, or even if he has twists or locks at that age. They don't make a big deal to the biracial no, kids. they don't. Kids look filthy sometimes. Exactly. And then the kid who's... Exactly. It's a power thing. It's a power thing. Exactly. Just like in, exactly. in Africa, in certain, it was it was the law where uh, certain uh, students, if you're biracial, you're able to keep your hair as a girl. But they made the girls cut their hair because of the quality of hair they had. That's some traumatizing shit. Exactly. I think over the years and over time, there's always been a power struggle when it comes to hair, African-American hair, mm -hmm. because our hair expresses our superiority it expresses what we're going through in life and where we want to be that's what our hair represents it's not even clothes for us it's our hair so they need to take that away from us i was always told well the main problem was i thought when i cut my hair because first off you're well aware that i'm trini all right that's yeah. your child is half trini okay <laughs> but at the end of yeah. the day from it be it'll be your own family sometimes to say the worst shit to you in terms of your hair like i remember when i did take that cut like i said to you for years and years and years my shit was flowing and i was uh, but it was like the norm for people to see me like that now here i am and i'm in corporate america at this point and i made the decision with myself it's the same thing with someone's weight you can be right. someone tell someone you need to lose weight you need to lose weight or you need to this you can say what the fuck you want to that person but until they make up their mind to do whatever they're going to do they're not going to do it i made up my mind to cut my hair and start fresh that was the purpose in me cutting my hair off because i couldn't keep the relaxed hair and the new growth i couldn't do both and i said right. if you're going to do it do it the same way you know i'm very tattooed i'm not about to and cheat and put no numbing cream on because I can't take the pain. If you can't take the pain, you don't need no tattoo. That's true. But I, like I said, that's that's what I felt about this young man that I saw, and I, I'm 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 really I'm really appalled that no one stood up for this child. You understand what I'm saying? It's no messed one. up. It's messed up, and clearly someone took the video, and it was already almost done. It was just it was done in such an aggressive way. To, it was just traumatizing. It was okay. it, it, to me. It was dehumanizing. Like you, you display him like he was a like a, an animal. Like it was just a piece of thing just to do. Say to everyone else in that gym, what does that say? It's insane. It's insane to me. I don't see the difference in that and making him walk naked. 
I pray that there's some repercussion comes from that situation. I, I hope that this is not a, another Facebook video or whatever this is. These things happen to these children in school. Look at the young lady who, I forget the school she was going to, going to. She had the nasty roommate that was doing disgusting things to her personal care products. Oh my putting like bloody tampons in her bag spitting in her skincare items nasty shit the girl was doing the white girl was doing to the black girl and what ended up happening to her what happened they suspended her from school but they made sure to leave her records uh, her her record uh untouched because they want her to be able to have something later on and they don't want i'm tired of these slaps on the wrist for shit like this that happened with these young kids it's ridiculous. Not even young kids, just in general to these black children. You're sending children home because their hair is braided? What does that say to them later on in life? That's going to make them what? Want to be part of the Dora Milaje? A young girl, she want to have a bald head because she doesn't want to be discriminated against? I'm not saying anything wrong with Dora Milaje because all of them are gorgeous, beautiful Absolutely. people. But what I'm saying is, what is that saying at this early age in life? What is but you have to understand that our country, our country, and I said our because I am a part of this country, yeah. our country is based off discrimination. And whether it's African-American hair, whether it's the, the, the tabin, whether it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a scarf, whatever it is, there's some form of discrimination that's always going to be there until we get educated. Hmm. Well, girl, I hope for I hope for the day to come sooner than later because it's just a lot. I'm not going to front to you in this 2018 that's about to be out of here. I've seen so much wild shit happen in this year, and it's like it's like we went to, we we took a blast from the past many times throughout this year, and it's just crazy the things that we're still talking about in terms of this country. It's insane. So for we something like here, here, we gotta grow. Yeah. Well, let's we have to buckle down and understand that it takes us doing this kind of shit together and having more conversations like this because you've got these children coming up and they have no idea from the minute they come into this world of who they are and what their strength is. You are strong. They've got black, they got white girls getting Afro wigs. What is going on in America? You got white girls who are over here tanning it with the hopes of being brown. You got white girls who wait, made wait, 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 wait. natural black, whether it be, whether features, whether it be. But this, black, is, but this is, but this is what it is though. They want to look like us. They would like to imitate us because that's the the best form of what flattery is the best form of respect. They admire us, but they do not want to say they do not want to go through the day to day struggles that we go through. That's that's the. That's what it is. Everybody wants to be black till it's time to get treated black. I say this all the time. When I heard them trying to rename cornrows, I was over. I was over it. Wait a minute. They they just started calling Soka uh, tropical fusion. I was over it. I was done. Let's let's spin into another area. I'll be right back. All right, so I like to find some sort of solution, no matter how despicable the topic is or the discussion is. And to me, this is despicable. It's disgusting. All right, and uh, it bothers me. It bothers me a lot because we don't have enough people speaking about this in the forefront. We don't have enough people who are in the public eye talking about this enough. You know, we've got these people that want to encourage us to vote and all this other stuff. But when you've got the spotlight on you, you want to try to get the black vote. You want to do all this other stuff because you want to empower your people, quote unquote, doing these air quotations that you can see me. But once you get into the spotlight, you don't speak up and say, I'm speaking about this for black people. Um, You know what I'm saying? Let these kids hear it come out of these people's mouths, the people in the forefront. Hear it. Hear that you're beautiful. You know who's doing it these days more than ever? Uh, LeBron James. Bless that brother. I was never a LeBron James fan. Not like that. Because, I mean, I can't... I'm not a fan of the NBA the way that I used to be years ago. But when I see he's making the conscious effort to do what he's doing, and when he speaks up at different uh, occasions or whatever, he speaks up on certain issues specifically. Like when he stood up and said, the black woman is the strongest human 
on the face of the earth. And then he turned and he spoke to his little daughter and told her that she makes him stronger and makes him more sensitive and makes him a little more in tune with life or what have you. And he was speaking about how beautiful she was and the different things about her. We need more of that kind of talk because when people know they're going to get approached, if they say something that's negative to a child, to someone at their job or whatever, for something that they can't change, you can't reverse your skin. You can't reverse your hair. You can't do this, but you're not going to make me feel like less than a person for it either. So what do you think in your honest opinion, what can we do? to have people understand that our hair, our, our, our actual God-given things don't define us. Oh God. <laughs> was that, was that, she's like, that's, that's a loaded a, question. That is more than a loaded question. <laughs> I, I think we're going to have to start in schools. Um, hmm. do you remember when we used to have, uh, um, assembly? Little- not assembly we used to have those those workshops where we used to either bake we used to have the hairstyles oh, home economics there you go see you do that's how long it's been i did i did it i, I, I have did it. it i what did it they offer that to us oh i i'm sorry we went to the same school at one point we didn't that, have that, well, school. that that was junior high i had it from from even kindergarten stage i Ten? didn't I, where the hell you went to school connecticut but that's another story Girl, that's a whole nother show in truth. Go ahead, girl. She's showing off on it. She's splashing. Go I ahead. am not. But what I'm saying and where I'm trying to get at is just like how we have arts and that we have all this. How right. about we have some training on diversity? Mm. Okay. How about we have different texture here in school so people can feel it and feel what the textures are and have some kind of, I don't know, educational forms about this. You know, we have sex education. We're teaching about our bodies. Mm. That's a part of our body. My hair is a part of my body. Mm -hmm. So why don't we have some kind of at an early age? Because that's where we have to start. It doesn't start in high school. To your point, remember how back in the day they used to have that show called uh, Teen Summit on BET? Yes. Yes. I think something like that needs to exist again. Because I think that's one particular area of of our day-to-day that's missing. Meaning... Like the, the kids who are kids between your daughter and your son's age, or your two oldest children's ages, they should be able to express themselves somewhere, whether it be a club setting or have club meaning like, you know, you go to after school or something like that or whatever, but you have a way to express yourself and, and talk about these things. And you can look across the room and see someone else who is nodding in agreement, or maybe they'll come to you afterwards. And you guys can express your, your differences with one another because now- Go ahead. This is this is what happened. We've gotten mm-hmm. rid of all of our elective. We've made all of our courses elective. So if mm-hmm. it's not a good turnout, they can just mm-hmm. cut the program. Mm-hmm. Understand it. We don't have anything on a national level to talk about hair, to mm-hmm. talk about our differences and what we're feeling and what's going on. Uh, you have it on a one. Right. You have it on a minute, a minute level, as in the school system or this particular chapter of whatever. But you mm. won't have it on a on a national level. You don't have like a, a I, you know how they have a the Disney Channel have this blah blah blah. How come we don't have a Disney Channel where it has many differences? That could be a great show. You know, it's so want- funny that you brought this up. I'm gonna touch on this briefly and get off of it. Okay. But- I don't know how they don't have something that speaks specific to our differences, but I, in my life, am able to tell you, I watched, I was watching with one, you know, I, don't, I go down to um, rent a kid at us, borrow one of them kids from time to time. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I one not too long ago, and on, I believe it was Degrassi, they had a transgender kid. I'm like, you guys are speaking to trans rights through children, but we ain't settled the black rights yet. But that's a whole nother show. We're going to talk about that on another day, though. We're talking about hair today. I just want to put it out there, but it's been in my mind. And I had to change the channel because I didn't want that kid's parents to think that they were uh, experiencing something that I think that they should be talking about as a family. Thank you. I think the discussion that should be kept in your home. Don't let the schools and outside people teach your kids about things that are important like that. Exactly. Exactly. That's a whole other discussion. You'll be back. You'll be back. We'll talk about something else later on, but we're talking about hair today. But I wanted to know, 
again, like, how do we get to the bottom of this? You're saying maybe we should get it back together. I'm saying maybe this should be a, a club, but they need to know in the workplace, in the schools, in society, that our hair is not inappropriate. It's not inappropriate. You cannot help it. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Because at the same time, you can't have someone that's of the of the Sikh faith, and they have a turban on, and you're gonna say to them, the the parents of this boy, he can't wear his turban, because we just don't. That's not the look we want. You understand? That's his religion. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Or a, a young lady with a hijab but I on. Think- I think that's because they don't define our hair as a part of our religion. They don't, they, society doesn't define our hair as a part of our they, the, they look at that, it as a choice. Who's the they that we're listening to? Who's the they that's the Wizard of Oz given this, this is what the standards are? Who the hell is the, the they? The older, <laughs> you understand what white, I'm saying? The older white crypt keepers. That's what I call them, the crypt keepers. Mm-mm. Okay, they want everything the same no, as before. People come up two times in this conversation, right? <laughs> it ain't nothing positive about that motherfucker. That's I'm sorry, I'm but that's what it is. People that want the tailored black person to look, to mimic a white person. Because if we're mimicking you, that means what? We conform to you. Mm. <sighs> this is wild. I just think going forward, if more people move with more conviction... And stood up for themselves because yeah, I remember on. I remember those accountability, was- accountability, honey. We That's need to right. hold people accountable for the crap right. that comes out their mouth. Call them out on it, straight up. Call them out, straight up. No damn chaser. You drinking that out the bottle, homie? What do you exactly. mean? Because exactly. I remember when I was younger, and that's kind of what had me become more comfortable with my hair. And I started thinking that this whole relaxer thing it may not be what it's cracked up to be. There was an episode of Living Single when Kyle, remember Kyle had the twist? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He went to the job and they were telling him that his hair was inappropriate at work. And he ended up wearing a wig. And then he was like, man, to hell with this, man. I'm going to wear my regular hair. It is what it is. And it was just wild that they took it from that perspective. Because, I mean, it's easy to talk about it with a woman that goes in one ear and comes out the other. But when you saw that men were also being discriminated against, and we're talking about the 90s, it's a big, it's a big issue. You got these people who, you know, they're they're grooming themselves and they're making sure they they look presentable. And you're gonna right. tell me, what? It's it's just insane. It's insane because nobody's telling Becky, go and take out the uh, the jelly out of your lips. You look ridiculous. <laughs> How about no blonde hair for you? No streaks for you? <laughs> no streaks. You you're in here looking like a carrot. No more cannon. Oh my goodness! No, orange, all the doorknobs, all the tables. What do you? <laughs> it's insane. But listen, I am with you with talking about we need more accountability. I think that's a good note to end on. I want to just say thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Thank. Oh, I appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you so much. You've been super, super uh, descriptive about your particular situations. And I think you've been very helpful because you open up a lot of things that people may be thinking about because you're speaking from so many different perspectives. I thank you so much. You're a, a Jane of many trades. You wear many, many hats and you just look so cool doing it. You make it seem very easy. So I'm very proud of you. I thank you so much. And uh, please say you'll be back another day. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. For Fantastic. Thank you so much. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> So there you have it, people. This sort of nonsense is still alive and well. Who would have ever thought that something as simple as your hair, something as simple as your hair, something that you cannot control would have such a hold on your life or it would determine whether you succeed at a company or whether you're able to properly earn your education, or just exist. Who would have thought your hair would have that kind of power, huh? And it's still happening now. It's ridiculous because it seems as though no matter how much things change, they always remain the same. And 
I won't accept that. I won't accept it. So if you're out there and you're being your authentic self and being your authentic self means you wearing your hair how you want, dressing how you want, as long as you're within the professional guidelines of whatever atmosphere you're in, if you're at work, yes, you can't wear flip-flops to work. That's a hazard. If your child is at school and they have to wear a uniform because everyone is wearing a uniform and that keeps order in terms of uh, children pointing at who has and who doesn't or what have you, whatever the reason for uniforms are, fine. But when it comes to natural things like your hair and your complexion, things that you cannot go in and exchange, don't ever be ashamed of what God has given you. And I just don't believe that things like that should affect your future, especially when you've done the hard work and you've earned your way into certain rooms, into certain schools, into certain positions in life. It's ridiculous. We've got bigger fish to fry. And I just don't believe hanging on to someone's hair is a viable narrative to run with. It's just, it's ridiculous. And I'm not just saying that because I'm one of the people that experienced that kind of discrimination, harassment, you name it, it's it's negative towards a human being. You should never have to question that. So anywho, I just wanna say thanks to Kina. Thank you so, so, so much for being so honest and open about what's gone on with you and your children in this journey throughout the black experience. And uh, you'll be back, as you stated, and I can't wait to have you back. Thank you so much. You've been a lovely, lovely guest. That's all I have for you all right now, people. Okay, so just remember to always be positive like the blood type. And your time is your most valuable commodity. Don't waste it for everyone. Cheers, people.